0: Gary Renard Podcast, Episode 31. Welcome to the Gary Renard Podcast, your direct connection to Gary Renard, best-selling author of The Disappearance of the Universe, Your Immortal Reality, and the long-awaited Love Has Forgotten No One. We can't wait. I'm Gene Bogart, I can't wait, podcast producer and Gary's co host. And it's just wonderful to be here today for for so many reasons. And this is just one of them, because on the other end of the line, fresh from climbing the shores of Mauna Loa and surfing at the beach at Waikiki, it's Gary Renard. Hello, hi, buddy. Hey, I figured that was appropriate for you here, you know, a little Hawaiian hella cuz we're recording this while you're in Hawaii.
1: That's right. Uh right down on the North Shore of Oahu in uh-huh. a great place called Turtle Bay. Ooh. And uh stay at the Turtle Bay Resort, but uh you know, I came to Hawaii to get married.
2: Yes. And
1: uh we actually did it. We actually got married on Saturday. Cindy and I, uh Cindy made an honest man out of me. <laughs> And uh we're having a great time. It's been a fabulous trip. We went to Kauai first.
2: Uh uh-huh. Uh
1: we had five days there and it was just wonderful. You know, we did like a a boat tour of the Nepali coast, you know, rugged Nepali coast, uh mm. four thousand foot cliffs that go right into the water. And uh you can only do that in the summer, do the boat tour because uh the waves are too rough in the winter, you know, and they're like twenty feet where uh, even in the summer, it's a rough ride because uh, you have seven, ten-foot waves uh, sometimes. Yeah, And uh, they took us right into sea caves uh, on this uh, kind of like Zodiac raft, uh, speedboat-type device mm-hmm. that they have there. And uh, I'll tell you, it was just unbelievable. It was amazing. And Kauai this time of year is fabulous. Uh, we stayed on the North Shore of Sonali Bay there. And uh, it's absolutely beautiful. It's, uh, it's the best trip I've ever had to Hawaii. about my ninth time being here. Oh, wow. And uh, it's just uh, wonderful. I've been to five out of six islands that you can go to. And there's uh, still have Molokai to hit, but uh, I'll tell you, it's uh, this trip has been the best. Uh, we went to Waikiki from Kauai. You stayed at Hilton Hawaiian Village. Mm. And uh, that's when we got married. On Saturday, uh, we drove up to uh, this beautiful place, on the windward side of Oahu called Haiku Gardens Mm -hmm. and uh, it's really mystical you get these uh, mystical mountains and just enough uh, cloud cover going in and out and uh, beautiful grounds and uh, it was really something and we had a fairly small wedding there were like you know 18 people there Mm -hmm. but it was beautiful Uh, we had uh, uh, these guys uh, Michael and Raphael Tamura did the wedding Uh, Michael's a popular author and workshop uh leader and uh he's uh just great and so is Raphael and your friends and uh with us and we had a great ceremony. In fact uh Cindy and I even sang songs to each other.
0: Oh yes you were uh, talking about that. You want to go into that now? Is the secret out?
1: Sure, uh, Cindy <laughs> sang uh that song uh You know, the first time ever, I saw Your Face, which Mm -hmm. is a really beautiful, romantic-type song. And uh, we didn't tell each other what songs we were going to sing to each other. That was a surprise. But I knew that she was going to do something slow and romantic, you know, a nice nice ballad. And so I figured uh, I'd do something more lighthearted. So I did When I'm 64 by The Beatles. And uh, (laughs) this is also, like, uh, the first time I've played my guitar in front of people. So you actually played
0: the guitar while you sang?
1: Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Was, uh, I borrowed a guitar from Jan, my booking agent, who mm-hmm. lives in the next town, uh, Kailua. Right. And so uh, she didn't have to go too far for the wedding, but everybody else did.
0: Yeah. <laughs> she can walk.
1: <laughs> yeah. And uh, I borrowed her a guitar and I played and sang, and it was fun. It was really good. Mm-hmm. And uh, then I also played the guitar on the third song because Cindy and I sang the song together, uh, which is our version of. Uh, that popular song uh, by Elvis, Hawaiian Wedding Song. Which, ah. Uh, very appropriate. We sang harmony on that, and that uh, sounded really good. And so, uh, you know, it was wonderful, uh, you know, exchange the rings. Uh, Cindy had a beautiful uh, dress, beautiful wedding gown. Uh, and I even dressed up uh, appropriately. I had a very nice, not quite tuxedo, but really nice white suit. Oh. Uh, that I wore to match her, you know, with a flower and everything. It just uh, looks really cool. You know, it was fun. You know, we had uh, you know, this nice uh, Hawaiian blessing by uh, Michael and Raphael, as well as uh, a lot of uh, things like our own vows. And it was really uh, a good wedding, and uh, we went up to this restaurant, which overlooks Haiku Gardens, called the uh, Joe's. Okay. <laughs> which uh, is, The original was in Haleiwa, but they bought the Haiku Gardens and put a restaurant there, and it's perfect, because it overlooks the whole Haiku Gardens, and we had a really great... Uh, you know, small reception there where we cut the cake and took all kinds of pictures and had toast and uh, just really great friends and close relatives and uh, it was a real bonding experience too. I mean, uh, it's like the 18 people who were there were all a lot closer to each other. Afterwards, we had uh, people come from as far away as Toronto, and uh, it was wonderful. So uh, I got to say how I got to say hi to Alzena, Alzena, uh, who's nine. Uh, became pretty much the unofficial leader of the group no (laughs) kidding when she was there this is a girl who read the Disappearance of the Universe when she was eight years old jeez right and uh, here she is she's getting everybody together she has us all do quotations from A Course in Miracles together (laughs) and stuff like that she's like uh, you know the the future big kahuna I think (laughs) of A Course in Miracles because she's really something so uh, hi Alzana I love you (laughs) She, she may hear this so uh I had to say hi to
0: her. Now, where is she from? Hawaii, or did she travel to get there?
1: Uh, she's one of the people who came from Toronto.
0: Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, I think we mentioned her in one of the previous shows. I think you talked about
1: her. Yes. Yeah. Yes, her mother, her mother Gabriella, is a professor at the University of Toronto, and uh, her dad Brian uh, is a really accomplished man, and they're just a wonderful family. And Gabriella is uh, translating disappearance into Romanian. Wow. And uh, they're going to publish it, and I think we're all going to go to Romania at some time uh, and introduce the book and kind of like uh, share the book with people. And uh, they're just uh, brilliant, and you know she's had me speak there a couple of times at the University of Toronto. I'm going back next year, and uh, that's good because you have to be invited to speak at the University of Toronto by a professor. You can't uh-huh. speak there; you have to have a professor invite you.
0: You can't just show up. That's right. Yeah. <laughs>
1: And, uh the wedding was just uh, like heaven, everything went perfect. I mean, you know we forgot to get a marriage license oh, <laughs> our, oh,
0: but everything was perfect except for that little flaw,
1: yeah, and we were taking you know about so many different things, and it's kind of complicated, you know, it's a lot more complicated than it sounds to get everybody together for a wedding in Hawaii if they're all on the mainland <laughs> and uh you know, we totally forgot about getting a marriage license, and then all of a sudden the morning of the wedding. We were scrambling around Honolulu trying to get a marriage license.
0: Uh-huh. And the
1: place where you get it was closed. Because it was
0: Saturday, right?
1: Yeah. 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 And uh, fortunately, they had a number you could call uh, for off hours, as they put it. Ah. Uh-huh. And the person just happened to be home. Wow. And uh, And she only lived like 10 minutes away. We had to scramble over to her place, fill out all these forms. And somehow we managed to get a marriage license just before the ceremony. They told us that it wouldn't have been legal. Uh, if we didn't get this license in Hawaii, that you know every state's different, but right. they said you know you had to get this license ahead of time, or else the marriage wouldn't be legal mm-hmm. and uh we you know everything that just worked out perfectly, the way that we were able to get it and get back and with enough time for cindy uh to have her hair done with this appointment, she was like right there on exactly the minute that she was supposed to be and uh-huh. and uh we had all these things to do, and it, it it all worked out perfect, and uh it was just a great day. And we're having the time of our lives. We really are. Uh, Waukikoo is great. Uh, the North Shore is great. We're going to take a drive today, uh, a little bit on the North Shore. I've been here before. And uh, Cindy's been through here quickly once, but I want to really stop at a couple places and show sure a couple more things because we're uh, you know, flying back to L.A. tomorrow. And then Friday we're flying to do a workshop in Lake Tahoe uh-huh. uh, at a place called Truckee, which is right near Lake Tahoe. Mm-hmm. So uh, we haven't stopped, I and mean, we've just been going. Uh, I feel like I've been going for months. I mean, you know, between the trips to Europe and Japan.
0: <laughs> yeah, you were you were jammed up. We had Europe, and then you flew to Florida, because we were together here for the uh, United right. uh, Universal Lightworkers Conference. And then you went to Japan right after that, then back stateside, and then out to Hawaii. So it's like, geez, frequent flyer miles. You must just be uh, ready to go. Yeah, so, uh,
1: Florida was just a little trip. That's just all across the country. You know? Yeah, that's small. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, man, it's like, uh, I, I feel like I've been going... I don't know if I feel like I've been going for months or years. I think I have permanent jet lag. <laughs> and uh, I think it's going to be permanent condition, and there's nothing to do. I just I might as to well just get used to It'll it. Just
0: be your natural state.
1: That's right. That's huh. right. But, uh, you know, I couldn't be more happy. It's like everything is just fun, uh, wonderful. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I've married an amazing woman. Mm-hmm. And uh, she just uh, has all kinds of talents that people will be finding out about in the future. Her CDs, uh, you know, her uh, counseling. You know, uh, she's a master. She has a master's degree in psychology now, mm-hmm. and she's uh, she's a hypnotherapist. Uh, in fact, she hypnotized me. I was about to say uh, that, and that, that's why I asked her to marry me. <laughs>
0: and, and the was, rest uh... of it is a blur. I don't recall. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I put all the bank accounts in her name. It's that's... amazing. <laughs>
0: No, she is terrific, Absolutely. and so so people will know. I mean, you know, we've been together with Cindy on a number of occasions now, so we've got to know her pretty well. Yeah, she's an absolute doll. She's really just a great girl. I don't know what she sees in you, but uh, <laughs> <I'm> kidding.
1: <laughs> <It's> <laughs> well, something is in reverse. We probably, probably don't realize that uh, you and Helen know Cindy, in fact, uh-huh. uh, she's here. Uh, if you want to say hello to her, would you like to
0: say hi? It would be a first. Sure, we'll have a, it'll be our first guest voice on a uh, on a podcast. But I think it's appropriate, being that you're still on the honeymoon. So uh, yeah. Sure, nice.
1: Well, figure you know since you know each other and since she's here,
0: that's right. Uh, and we'll, well, and the audience will now get to know her because a lot of people have heard of her, uh, maybe have even caught some of her music, which is terrific. Uh, on her website, which is I think CindyLaura.com, dot com, right?
1: That's right. Even though she's changed her name now to uh she's calling herself Cindy Laura Renard, you know Laura Dash Renard, right? And uh, we we knew we were getting married, so she put that name on her new CD, which just came out. Ah, which is called. Uh, you know, journey through sound and that's at her website but uh you could, they were still going to use for now cindylaure.com
0: for her website right well i'll tell you two yeah. things first of all that that shows that it's a true commitment when she actually put the uh her, her married name now on the uh, cd uh, but she can also now get an, another website domain of, of com and then have that just forward to the same website so see you can you can have the bo- best of both worlds in this case
1: actually she you get that domain name, uh-huh. Cindy Laura Renard, and uh, which I thought was important because you know, uh, sometimes people they hear of you and they'll grab the domain name in hopes of selling it, Sell to, it you later.
0: to you for a million dollars, yeah.
1: Yeah, so, uh, so uh, we did grab that domain name, which is a good thing. Mm-hmm. So, uh, without further ado, yeah. uh, let me introduce to the world here uh, Cindy Laura Renard.
3: There she is. Hey, Dean. You... Hey,
0: it's Cindy Laura Renard, everybody. Say, so I've even got applause for you, darling. <laughs>
3: I was wondering if you're going to do that intro. Yeah,
0: of course. here,
3: Sydney Laura Renault. Yeah, first
0: time I, you and I have spoken since the blessed event here. The, the, I know. The Grand Union, if you will. So, yeah, Gary was telling us about it. It sounds like everything just went great for the wedding.
3: Oh, I mean, just like you said, it was so perfect. Everything just flowed. Everything really flowed mm-hmm. exactly how we wanted it to. And the whole thing about the marriage license, it was so funny. That's amazing. I mean, imagine uh, the last day. Uh, to the very, I mean, we had two hours before we had to be at the ceremony oh. without the license, but it worked out. It just worked out
0: perfectly. What time yeah. of day was the actual, uh, the, the actual service that you had, the wedding ceremony? What time of the day was that?
3: Service started at 3.30.
0: Okay, so you had a... It was little time to work with, but that's still pretty tight when you don't have the license yet.
3: I know. Uh-huh. It was, it was, I know it was amazing. And we had a couple of friends with us that helped us out with that. They were right. a godsend to us. I mean, they really, you know, if it wasn't for them, I don't know if we would have made it in time. Uh-huh. So yeah, they were amazing. Uh-huh. And they helped out a lot and uh, it just went great. And, yeah, the singing was great. We sang to each other, and it was. So we heard. I got very emotional, though.
0: Yeah,
2: I
3: got. It's like I lost my voice or something. I mean, I got really emotional. It's I it's forgot.
0: tough, you know. People always think that even if you're a performer, that it, you know things like that never get you. But when it is something so personal like your wedding, or you know, you you have the same kind of emotional reactions that anybody would have, and uh, yeah, so it's oh, amazing man. you got through the song.
3: I I pray, I I did. I got through the song. Got through the song. So.
0: I'm getting choked up just thinking about it. And Gary actually not only sang, but sang and played guitar at the same time for you. Now, none of us have ever heard that.
3: I know. And I, you know, to be honest with you, I hadn't really heard him myself do a whole song from start to finish, uh-huh. you know, singing to me. it was kind of the first time for me, too, in a way. Yeah, so it was yeah. really, and he did a great job, he uh-huh. did a great job. It was like he, just he, a natural, you know, I mean, it was, he seemed so comfortable and, uh, Though Gary
0: is a terrific guitarist. I mean, he and I have played guitar together, just you know, in private, not out in public, and uh, he's terrific. He's a really good guitar player, so it's good to hear that he could hold it all together for the singing part, too.
3: He did. He did, and he, he forgot to mention one thing. What's that? He has got a really sexy Hawaiian tan going right
0: now. Ooh, Wow. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I, I, yeah.
0: We, well, just be careful we don't want too much information on this one, Cindy. But.
3: Yeah, it's been, the weather, we've been blessed with the weather every day. We've been here for about two weeks now. So, you know, we started in Kauai, you uh-huh. know, and spent like five nights there. And, I mean, every day has been amazing. I mean, a little, scattered showers, you know, every now and then. Right, well, it's the been, tropics. That's that's exactly right. Yeah. So it's been, but otherwise it's been, I mean, it's sunny every day. And mm-hmm. so we've been really blessed, you know, and...
0: Well, as I've uh, told Gary, and I, I think we've mentioned on other podcasts, I was in Hawaii, but many years ago, I was—I was like 19 or 20 years old when I was there, so it's going back a while. But uh, and I've been to a number of the places—the the, the Hanalei plantation we were, and the Polynesian Cultural Center, and the uh, mm-hmm. Hilton Hawaiian Village. That's where I stayed when I was there. Uh, but I'm sure that it has changed, you know, dramatically in the years. It must still be just gorgeous. The North Shore is beautiful where you are right now.
3: Oh yeah! yeah. Oh my gosh! It's am- and I'd only been here really once on the North Shore before, so. I mean, Gary's much more familiar with it than I right. am, but it's, it's just beautiful.
0: You know, in, a, in a previous saying. podcast, we were talking about movies going back a while, and Gary was saying how much he enjoyed uh, the Forgetting Sarah Marshall, a comedy that that was out. Oh, and, yeah. And that was actually done, uh, much of it was filmed right at the place where you are right now, at the uh, the right. Turtle Bay, right?
3: Uh-huh, we ate at that restaurant that they filmed. <laughs> uh-huh. The scene with the four of them eating in that right. restaurant. We ate at the, what's it called? The, the uh, Ola. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Ola's, yes, the Ola's it's called. We ate there last night. Oh, wow. Very nice. So cool. Very nice place. Yeah, it's pretty cool. So.
0: Well, it sounds like you guys are having a uh, very romantic uh, honeymoon and a newlywed experience.
3: We are. It's so relaxing. So yeah. We're having a great time. Yeah, we're having a really good time.
0: Cool. You know. And then uh, tomorrow it is that you both uh, come back to the mainland, right?
3: We yeah. We leave tomorrow, yeah. and so people will
0: know when, when we're, we're recording this. Okay, it's a Wednesday as we're recording this, so it's on the, on the Thursday. Probably this will come out, a, you know, a day or two afterwards. But people will know the the time frame that we're dealing with.
3: Oh, which reminds me, I wanna I just want to say hello to all the listeners, and I want to thank and Gary to all the listeners because we've gotten so many amazing emails, congratulatory emails from mm-hmm. people. You know, and just well wishes, and it's just, they've been so nice and so supportive, so I just want to say hello, and I love everyone.
0: Well, I know they'll appreciate that, and our friends at the Yahoo board, also the DU group at Yahoo, because I I know that a lot of people... Everyone
3: at Yahoo group, Facebook mm -hmm. people, everybody. I mean, we've gotten, yeah, just such great, you know, love and support, so... We love you. We love
0: you all. And you know, a lot of people have mentioned also. I think they they referred to our last podcast. Then I got a couple of emails saying, you know, Gary sounds really, really happy, and he does. You know, you can hear it when he when he speaks, and, and the stuff he's writing about. So that's uh, yeah, that's terrific. So we're we're mm-hmm. so happy. We're just sorry we couldn't be out there. Uh, Helen and I wanted I to come know. along, but we weren't able to make it. So
3: I know we would have loved to have you here. Yeah. I know, and uh, you were with us in spirit. And
0: well. Um, same way. Yeah, we, yeah, we were thinking about you all day on Saturday. So I'm, I'm glad it all went so well and is continuing to do so. So this is a little travelogue of Cindy and Gary here for all our podcast <laughs> listeners. <laughs> yeah.
3: And give my love to Helen. Too. Shall
0: do. I will do.
3: <laughs> yeah, and I'll give you back to Gary. Okay. Here, the Gare Man.
0: The Gare and, Man. Um, <laughs>
3: it was so good to talk
0: to you you too cindy i'm sure everybody else enjoyed and and let's uh, as she leaves a quick little round of applause thank you cindy for joining in it's a first on a gary renard (laughs) podcast (laughs) thanks sweetie i'll talk to you soon i'll talk to you soon okay Okay. Okay. love you love you too okay bye thanks crowd all right yeah that worked out well i'll tell you that those applause people they're right on cue every time we need them There's hardly any room in my little studio here to have all those people applauding, but boy, it's great. It's great having that live audience.
1: That's great. Uh, That's fun. I love my baby. uh, (laughs) Uh Uh-oh. Man, you should see Cindy uh, going around the resort here in
0: her little
1: bikini. Ooh. I'm telling you. (laughs) (laughs) She's turning heads, I'll tell you that.
0: (laughs) And you, Mr. Hawaiian Tan, going on, huh?
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh. I'm like Lori here. Yeah, I love Hawaii so much. You know, uh, this resort is where they film that movie, uh, Forgetting the Star of Marshall. We
0: were talking about that. You didn't hear it because she was on the phone. But yeah, I mentioned that, that the, in that film, the same place. She said you just had dinner at the same restaurant last night.
1: That's right, yeah. Oh. It's so cool. Man, I'm uh, I'm so happy. It's just amazing. Oh. And uh, we're having a great time. I hate to see it end. I hate to leave, but... Uh, one good thing about being in California instead of Maine is that it's a lot easier to visit here yeah. from California than it was from Maine. I uh, yeah. just have to take like three flights before to get here. Now it's only one. Right. And uh, I love Hawaii so much. You know, in California, uh, Cindy's always the one who drives me around because she knows California. She's been there for a long time. She's, right. You know, a great driver. And uh, I'm only there half the time anyway, and I've only been there for two years, so I've never really learn my way all over the place i can find my way around to some places but uh i'm not really good at directions in california so she drives me but in hawaii here i drive her everywhere Uh because i i know the islands really pretty well uh certainly better than california and uh so i get to drive her all over the place and show her all these places so that makes me feel good that i can do that and uh we have been to so many places in just two weeks it's uh Really incredible. Mm. And uh I feel like she's seen this is just her third trip here, uh, with me and she was here once before, I think when she was like eighteen or something. Yeah. Of course now she's nineteen. Yeah. But uh yeah. <laughs> I <I'm> just <kidding. laughs> This is how I get into trouble team. Uh actually she's, she's thirty eight, but I, I probably shouldn't out her like that, but she is thirty eight. And uh she's like uh really seeing a lot of Hawaii in a short period of time. Yeah. And uh, I'm sure we'll be coming back here often. It's just great. It really is. So, uh, yeah, things have been uh, going really smooth. The trips have all been uh, wonderful. Uh, I think that uh, because of the podcast, a lot of people around the world are more familiar with my books now. Mm -hmm. uh, I've mentioned this before, but when I go to Europe, Japan, places like that, uh, everybody seems to know me, and that didn't used to be the case. Like Uh When I went to Europe uh, two years ago, uh, I didn't feel like that many people knew me, and then I went back this time. and uh, I think the podcasts have a lot to do with this. It's like everybody knew me, and really? everybody was reading the books.
0: Well, you know, now not only are you a best selling author, but you're a media superstar.
1: <laughs> well, I'm getting there anyway. I, I think that, uh, yeah, I think you and I have become like uh, Johnny Carson and Ed McMahon in a way. <laughs> Yeah, you know, it's kind of like we're a team that people like to see the two of us together talking with each other. Well, hopefully, that's
0: fun. Hopefully, we'll do more stuff down the line where we actually do a few things together at the same place and same time. Because uh, as we had the experience on that last cruise, it was so great having that. The, and the people there seemed to really enjoy it tremendously, and we sure did. You know. So uh, yeah, as we've mentioned before, we may go under the name the Irreverent Reverends. It'll be an act that we do or something. Like that.
1: That would be fun. That would be really great. And, uh, you know, it took me a while to realize the impact that the podcasts were having. I mean, I knew, you know, we're always a hit at iTunes and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, we're always uh, getting a lot of hits to our websites and videos and things like that. But it wasn't until I traveled to some of these places that I realized uh, everybody says, you know, say hi to Gene and, you know.
0: Oh,
2: great. And
1: uh, they, they all know about you and uh, they all love you. and. It's,
0: really cool. Oh, that's terrific. And
1: uh I think especially when they figured out that this is your real voice <laughs> that uh, that you're not putting on an actor's something that you actually do talk this way all the time.
0: I'm just an animated fellow. <laughs> 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 yeah, that's for, for anybody who doesn't know that there's been like an ongoing subtext of that through a few emails I've gotten. And I think even one of the reviews that somebody wrote at iTunes was like, you know, he, he sounds like a crazy game show host. or <laughs> Well, it's just how I sound. I, I mean, if I order pizza, the guy on the other end says, wait a minute, well, are you putting me on? I, oh, I'm just I'm just an enthusiastic guy. <laughs> <laughs> that's
1: true. Uh, one thing I wanted to mention about the wedding. Yeah. Uh, Michael and Raphael, the, the ministers, they gave us like the counseling session, which is actually like a psychic reading the day before.
2: Oh, cool. Yeah,
1: I, I, or of, or not, both, I don't know. Uh, they're both very much in touch with Spirit, mm-hmm. and uh, they're very good at channeling uh, the Holy Spirit. They gave us a great session. And one of the things they emphasize there, and also at the wedding was that this really is a holy relationship. Mm. And, uh, you know, I emphasize that because Cindy knows A Course in Miracles uh, just as well as you and me. Uh. And, uh, you know, she's really into it, and uh, she's really into psychology, spiritual psychology. Uh, the University of uh, Santa Monica, where she's graduating from, is one of the few places in the world that gives an accredited degree in spiritual psychology.
2: Uh.
1: And uh, people come from all over the world to go there. And uh, they only accept 250 people a year, Mm -hmm. and uh, they have to turn down many people. And the city did great to get in there and get this degree. Uh, The professors there, uh, Ron and Mary Holnick, have been there for like 25 years. Ah. And I I went to hear them. uh, You know, uh, it was was a visitor's night, so I got to meet them and hear them speak. And then later, uh, at another time, we got to have dinner with them, and uh, I introduced them to my publisher, Hay House. And they're going to have a book that they wrote, uh, published by my publisher, uh-huh. so, uh, they I'll let you know when that happens, you know, when that comes out, because uh, I'm sure everybody would be interested in reading that, because they're just great. You know, they're absolutely fantastic. And so is Cindy, and she's really into the Course, and this is really a holy relationship for us. So yes, we have our, uh, what you would call your normal, uh, everyday relationship, and that's uh, fantastic. Well,
0: I, was going to ask you, I was going to ask you that, too, a little bit coming from a course perspective. Uh, have you noticed any, I won't say changes, but have you noticed any perhaps uh, you know, different impressions or different feelings or sensations that you've had through this? Because this is somewhat of a, of a big shift, a sort of a karmic shift in your life here with the wedding and all. Uh, have you noticed anything from sort of a coarser spiritual perspective that's impacted you that you've noticed over the last couple of weeks? Uh,
1: yeah, I think so. Um, I really feel a deep sense of commitment. Uh, As you know, I was married for a long time, and I got divorced a couple of years ago, and I thought that I would probably be single for a long time. You know, I had, uh, you know, ideas along those lines, but then, you know, uh, Cindy, you know, they say the right person always changes your mind, Mm -hmm. you know, and when I met Cindy, I knew right away who she was. Uh, I knew that she was uh, what you would call Arden in this lifetime, and uh, she was Thaddeus 2,000 years ago. And I uh, talk about that openly at my website. And uh, it was just destined that her and I belonged together. So, uh, you know, and then as, as the time went on and, and the wedding was approaching, all of a sudden I uh, got very relaxed about it. It was just uh, this certainty came about me. And I realized that this is exactly what's supposed to happen, and I was totally committed to it. And so I was relaxed at the wedding, and I had a good time, even when I was singing and playing the guitars, you know, uh, really kind of like uh, enjoying the moment, because I could step back and see that everything that was happening was exactly what was supposed to happen. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, I think that uh, that plus the idea that it really is a holy relationship, that we're always going to be together, and that I can think of her as being what she really is, which is nothing less than spirit, nothing less than God. Right. And uh, I think that what makes a holy relationship is that you remember, at some point, who the other person really is. Yes, you have your everyday normal relationship with them, and it can be wonderful, but it, just at some point, you're going to stop yourself, and you're going to remember you know, who that person really is, which has nothing to do with the world and uh, nothing to do with the body. And I'm not saying that you won't have normal relationships with people. In Mm -hmm. fact, you should, because that's where your forgiveness opportunities are going to come up is in your relationships. Right. So, uh, yeah, have normal relationships. You want to get married, get married. But at some point, you want to think of that person as being nothing less than everything, nothing less than God, and by thinking of them that way, that's how you're going to come to experience yourself as being that, because, as we've said many times, of course, miracles teaches that as you see Him, you will see yourself. Well, how you think about that other person is actually going to determine what you believe you are. Mm -hmm. Uh, Are you a body, or are you spirit? You know, are you imperfect, or are you perfect? Uh, Are you you know, God or not, and, uh, you know, some people think it's arrogant to think of yourself as being uh, God or being the same as God, but I think that what the Course is saying is that what's really arrogant is to think that you could be separate from God.
0: Right, if God made you to be exactly as an extension of God's self, then for you to attempt to think that you were something other than what God created, that's the arrogance. Not The arrogance is not accepting the truth about yourself, it's trying to make a, a separate truth that's not of God.
1: Uh, I think that's true, and that's why people really have to change the way that they think. They have Mm -hmm. to, uh, you know, think of other people uh, as being nothing less than God, which, of course, would be totally innocent, which means that they haven't really done anything. It's all just a projection anyway. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think there are a couple of things that are very hard for people to accept, but which you do eventually accept if you continue on this path and keep practicing forgiveness. Uh, One of them, uh, certainly, is that the things that you see in other people that you don't like, you know, and every now and then, you know, you and I will get a very negative email from somebody who hates themselves, <laughs> and they don't realize that what they're seeing in other people is actually the what the course would call the secret sins and hidden hates mm. that they have about themselves. In fact, uh, the course says that on it's like you know the next to the last page of the text, you know, uh, the secret sins and hidden hates uh, will be gone. The way that it will be gone is through forgiveness, because uh, by seeing the other person as being innocent, you will eventually come experience your own innocence. Mm-hmm. And uh, so that's hard for people to get. What they don't like about other people is what they really hate about themselves in their own unconscious mind. We,
0: we, project, uh, we project what we hate, and, and if we hate it in ourselves, we project it and think we're seeing it in other people.
1: Exactly, and it's very difficult for people to get that, and if they got that, they'd stop doing it. Yeah. So if they knew that they were projecting, then they wouldn't do it anymore. You know. So uh, it's, that's that's a hard one. Stop mm-hmm. People to catch themselves and to understand uh, what they're doing. And uh, the other thing that's uh, really hard to do is uh, to do exactly that—to stop yourself. You know, to catch yourself when uh, you start to react to things, because uh, that's a part of the ego script. And the Holy Spirit script is really just. Uh, a different interpretation of the ego script, uh, which is why the Course says seek not to change the world, seek rather to change your mind about the world. That's really all you have to do. is Mm -hmm. change the way that you're looking at it. And uh, the rest will take care of itself. Obviously, what you do is the result of what you think. So if you take care of the thinking, then the rest will just follow automatically. It'll just happen naturally. Mm -hmm. And uh, then, of course, another big ingredient is being as much in touch with the Holy Spirit as you can. Uh, I certainly wouldn't have gotten married if I didn't feel totally guided right. by the Holy Spirit that this was the right thing to do. And uh, so I think it's very important for people to do anything they can, uh, and I review ways of doing this in my audio CDs and my workshops, and you can't hear it enough, because anything that you can do to be more in touch with the Holy Spirit uh, on a daily basis, the better uh, you're going to feel connected to Spirit, first of all, which is the most important reason to do it. Right. But then on top of that, your life will be better. You know, if your life is guided by spirit, it's going to be a better quality of life, and it's going to be a more relaxed uh, and peaceful uh, form of life. So it's kind of like a win-win situation in the sense that you get to have uh, the cake and eat it, too. You get to have your life, or what you call your normal life, but then by looking at it differently, you get to build kind of like your home in heaven at the same time. Mm-hmm. And then eventually that will become your permanent reality. But uh, I think the irony is that you can enjoy this life, too. You can, uh, even though A uh, Course in Miracles is certainly not about having a better life in the world, uh, that just kind of like happens naturally as a result mm-hmm. of being more peaceful. Uh, if you're more peaceful, you can think more clearly. If you can think more clearly, you can be in touch with the Holy Spirit more frequently. If you can be guided by the Holy Spirit, your decisions are going to get better, and it's like everything just gets better naturally. Without that being the goal, it's almost like an after-effect. It's kind of like a fringe benefit. Right. That comes about as a result of uh, being in touch with spirits.
0: And you know what? So, uh, uh... I was going to say, none of this happens immediately, or, or even necessarily real quickly, because, uh, you know, we both hear from different people who periodically will say, well, gee, you know, I read the text of A Course in Miracles, I did the workbook, and my life hasn't changed. Uh, you know, I thought it was all going to change immediately, you know, and it, it doesn't. All of this is, it's something, as you said, you have to do it over and over. It has to, it's like, it's like working out, or it's like if you were going to do sports, you know, you go out, okay, I, I learned to pitch today, now I'm ready to be in the All-Star Game. No, you're going to have to do those pitches over and over and over for a long time to get that good. Good. Same thing with with spirituality. You need to work on this on a regular basis, where it becomes habitual and where it really becomes refined in your mind. And, and you as we've talked before, it's like peeling away the layers of the onion. There's a lot of layers there, and at first the onion doesn't seem to be getting any smaller, but then you start to notice, gee, it is. You know, now it's it's sweeter and more fragrant now. It's a more pleasant onion. So it does improve, but it's not going to be at the flip of a switch. Uh, you know, it's after the the result of quite a bit of time and some work. It's not unpleasant work, but you do. Have have to do the, the do the forgiveness work.
1: Uh, that's so true, and uh, yeah, it's funny in the way because if you told somebody uh, that was going to go off and meditate on a mountain top in Tibet <laughs> that it would take them thirty years to be enlightened, then they wouldn't mind because uh-huh. they'd say, "Oh, well, yeah, of course, uh, I've heard that." You know, you got to go off and meditate for thirty years, and uh, yet at the same time, if you tell them that uh, it might take a few years <laughs> for, of course, in miracles to really show you uh, the, the kind of results you know, that it's meant to produce, then they'll say, well, you know, uh, why not just a year? I mean, the workbook's only a year.
2: Yeah.
1: Well, you know, it's kind of like, and if you told them, not, like you mentioned being a baseball pitcher, if you told someone that they had to go out and practice every day, if they were going to make the major leagues, you know, they'd say, well, of course. You know, right. Of course I have to practice every day. But if, if you tell them the same thing about A Course in Miracles, all of a sudden they get very resistant to mm. it. And I think the reason for that is the ego is resistance. It's unconscious. Sure. But uh, we said before, this is a death to the ego. Yeah. And uh, the ego will do anything to convince you that you're a body and to stop you from doing this. And so uh, it's kind of like, that's where that comes from, that whole idea, well, gee, you know, it's okay if you sit down for 10 years at the piano and practice every day in order to get good at it, but you're not supposed to have to practice every day for 10 years to be greater at a course of miracles, and uh, yet it is the same thing. You do have to practice every day in order to get good at anything.
0: And when, you know, we've talked about before also how how this whole process where it's leading to, if you know that you're involved in a process and in a practice that's bringing you closer to God, bringing you closer to your source, to your actual reality as you were created, and it's making you more happy and more peaceful all the time, then what's the hurry? <laughs> what are you waiting to do? I mean, you're, you're on the path that you want to be on, and you're constantly moving closer to where you want to be. There you go. You know, so it is, it is, again, when you get that feeling of urgency, that's the ego's little little barky head coming in there.
1: Uh, absolutely. And that's where faith comes in, too. You notice that uh, one of the characteristics of a teacher of God in the manual for teachers is faith. Mm. And uh, it's like you really do have to have faith. And uh, that comes about as a result of doing it. And then every now and then this will work for you. I mean, I'm to the point now where, where anything that happens, uh, I can just say to myself, in my mind, nothing real can be threatened. Just like that line from the uh, introduction of right. the Course in Miracles. So nothing beginning. real can be threatened. I relax immediately because I remember what I really am and that none of this is true. And, of course, that goes into nothing unreal exists. Uh, which is exactly you know, what this is saying, and then here lies the peace of God. Well, the peace of God is there, and when that uh, you know line comes up in the introduction, you know our course can be summed up uh, very briefly in this way. Uh, I've been doing the course. Oh, I guess let me see, sixteen, sixteen and a half years, right? Uh, going on seventeen, and it's like um, I am to the point now where all I have to do is remember. And that's the hardest part, as I've said before, of doing this, is to actually remember when the stuff hits the sand and things start going down the tubes. If you can remember the truth, which I'm much better at now, then I will relax immediately. Mm-hmm. you know, so, uh, it's kind of like, it only takes a second now, even in a, a very difficult situation, like getting up in front of, you know, a lot of people and feeling like, oh, gee, I haven't really prepared myself. I haven't really gotten ready. You know, what am I going to say? <laughs> right. And all I have to do is remember that line and I can just walk right out in front of these people like I own the place and, uh, whatever's supposed to come out of me will come out of me mm-hmm. because it's not up to me anyway. You know, it's up to the Holy Spirit what comes out of me. So, uh, you know, it, I really have come a long way and uh, something that uh, my teacher's art in person said to me uh, in the first book is like they said, look, you've lived uh, thousands of lifetimes you know, thousands of them mm-hmm. and here you are with an opportunity to undo the ego and undo all this unconscious crap that's in your mind you can get rid of all of that maybe in just one lifetime you know, maybe two at the most uh, you know, and if you did come back again, you would be to a a lifetime where you're going to be enlightened, and I can't think of a better lifetime to come back to than that one. We
0: said that's the one you should be looking forward to.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, what would be more interesting than that? So it's like, um, you know, it's uh, a better way of life, and to be able to undo uh, what you've built up over thousands of lifetimes, to be able to undo all of that in just one or two lifetimes is amazing. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so you have to put things in perspective. You have to realize uh, the millions of years that you've been through and and the thousands of bodies that you've been through. And even in uh, those thousands of uh, so-called incarnations, uh, it's like uh, even in that incarnation, you have several different bodies. Mm -hmm. I've had several different bodies in this lifetime. I can't relate to me as a teenager. Right. You know, I'm not that person. You know, it's a totally different body, totally different mind. Right. Uh, So it's like even within one lifetime, you have all these different lifetimes.
0: And And right now you have this Hawaiian tanned body. That's a brand new one.
1: That's right. And uh, I'm enjoying it. (laughs) And uh, thank God for sunscreen or else I'd be burnt to death. (laughs) uh, uh, But uh, I did remember to use my sunscreen.
0: There
2: you go.
1: And uh, looking forward to my next workshop in Truckee. I'm I'm tempted to wear this wild Hawaiian shirt that I have. Oh. uh, That I have in my picture at Facebook. Uh Uh-huh. except uh, you can't see what it says in that picture because I have a lay on uh-huh. uh, yeah, around my neck. But it says, uh, Peace, Love, and Pineapples. <laughs> uh, I got it at the uh, Dole Plantation. Cool. And uh, it's really bright. It's uh, enough to blind you. I've
0: seen the photo, yes.
1: Yeah. But, uh, yeah, uh, everything uh, is easier eventually with the course. It does take work, sure. But anything worth having uh, usually takes work, unless you're just lucky. And... Uh, You know, that's fine. I I have nothing against being lucky, Mm -hmm. but uh, even lucky is part of the script. So uh, whatever's supposed to happen will happen. And our job is to really work on the way that we're looking at it and to experience it differently. Then you can be happy regardless of what happens. Right. And that's really the goal of the course, where most other approaches are about what happens, how to manipulate it, uh, how to attract it. You know, like the law of attraction, the secret. is really about attracting things to you, which we said on the last episode, where, uh, with the Course of Miracles, uh, you realize that, no, it's not something you're tracking to you, it's coming from you. It's actually being projected by you. Mm-hmm. And that really is an opposite way of looking at things, which is why the Course says that the thinking of the world must be reversed. You really have to understand that, uh, as we've said before, great masters like Jesus and Buddha understood that the world was not being done uh, to them. They weren't victims. It was actually being done by them. Right. The whole thing was coming from them, just like a projection in a movie theater where the projector is hidden, except in this case, the projector is hidden in your own unconscious mind, mm-hmm. which is why, of course, Marco says, behold the great projection. You know, It's like uh, the whole thing is really just a projection. That's why it's not real. That's why you're innocent. You haven't really done anything. That's why everybody else is innocent, because they haven't really done anything, mm-hmm. because you're the one who put them there in the first place.
0: And there's really nobody else out there. It's all... It's all us. It's the oneness that is projecting this image of multiplicity. But in reality, the we who we all think we are, when you boil it down to that one single projector, if you will, that's the reality. So that's why, as I see the other person, I see myself, because it's all coming from the same source of mind.
1: That's right. And that's another difficult thing. Yeah. for Yeah, get it gets pretty deep. Course, I know. Marcos, yeah, you know, is that there really isn't anything there. Right. You know, these not real people. You know, and including, and including
0: know. me and you. I mean, you know, we're we're all projections of this. We just think we are. We're under this delusion, the illusion of this delusion. And 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 when we get that, then suddenly everything else. You know, we we can. That's why you can. see, As they say, it's easier to forgive the other one, and in doing so, you find yourself forgiven.
1: That's right. And uh, it took me a long time to understand that I do not exist.
0: Yeah,
2: yeah.
1: <laughs> that's not that's not an easy one. It's like of course says: uh, the ego's voice is a hallucination. <laughs> Uh, you, you cannot expect it to say, I am not real.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: And, and yet that's exactly uh, what the Course is saying, is that none of this is real, none of this has happened. Our life that we believe was our life has never existed. Yeah. It really is just a projection. Just like in a movie theater, it has no more reality than an image that we see on a movie screen. Right. And... uh you know, that's part of the remembering, I think, and then the whole thing kind of like swells into an experience where it all comes together, and it just becomes a way of being. You just, you just that way naturally, and you can remember faster and faster, and the sooner you remember, then the suffering is over. mm mm-hmm. And if the suffering and the pain is over, then you don't really have any problems. Right. Because obviously it's the pain that's the problem. It's not the problem that's the problem. It's the pain that's the problem. And mm-hmm. If you take away the pain, there is no problem. Yeah. Which is why, of course, Margo's is such a brilliant approach, because then you can be happy regardless of what appears to happen in the world. And then on top of that, you end up enjoying it more. You have less guilt. Uh, I'm enjoying, you know, this trip to Hawaii probably more than any trip that I've ever had here. And it doesn't mean that, uh, you know, making it real. Uh, it's like, you know, you can have a good time at the movies, even if uh, it's not real. It, that doesn't matter. You can still enjoy it. Right. And uh, it's the same with the world. I think that you end up enjoying uh, what appears to be the world even more and have more fun with it. When you uh, feel less guilty and when you're uh, suffering less and you have peace, uh, you're able to enjoy everything a lot more. Mm-hmm. So they uh enjoying things more. Uh, Cindy and I are going to take off. We're going to uh, go for a nice ride on the North Shore here. Uh-huh. And uh, we have to have lunch. Uh, it's only 20 past 11 here. Ah, uh, that's right. So I think we have like a six-hour time difference now, don't we?
0: Between the East Coast and where you are, I guess it's six hours now. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. Cool. So, uh, where are you going? I just want, uh, like Cindy, I want to thank everybody for being so kind to us and for all their well wishes. It's really meant a lot to us. And, uh... You know, we're going to be doing uh, a lot of things in the future. I have a lot more to do. Uh, I've actually uh, already started getting the material for a fourth book mm-hmm. with Art in Person. And, uh, of course, I'm thinking of retitling the third book, as you suggested. <laughs> Love has so forgotten no one. <laughs> and uh, you know, we might do that. But uh, there's all kinds of things happening and uh, exciting things that I'll be uh, sharing with you in the future. Big things, I think. Big things. Uh, yeah. And... Uh, so I'm really excited and I think Cindy and I will do things uh, together in the future. I know you and I are also going to do things together.
0: Yeah, we have a couple uh, of things. We'll, we'll talk about that more when we have it more nailed down but we've discussed a couple of different projects and only one of them involves togas but that's a whole different story. <laughs> we'll talk about that later. But yeah, and I'm excited about that because in, in addition to our podcast and you know, you and I are great pals for quite a while so you know, we just love doing stuff together and because I think one thing that seriously is interesting is that we really have the, the exact same take on the course. I mean, you and I and all the times We've had discussions on shows and just by ourselves. We just we just see it the exact same way. So it just it's easy and effortless to kind of let that expand together. And so I really enjoy that. So hopefully some of our work will be pretty enjoyable as well. So we we'll look forward to that. Yeah.
1: I can see the you know, demand show meets A Course in
0: Miracles. Yeah, we're, we're working on something a little bit like that, you know, not, with a different title, but we'll see. I think there's room for that. I think, you know, just real fast, I know we've discussed it before, how a lot of, of males, a lot of men tend to gravitate to your work in a way that they don't tend to do in a lot of spiritual type stuff. So I think that there is something to be said for that. Maybe it's the, the humor or just the kind of straightforwardness that both you and I have, certainly you do in your work, that attracts guys. And so I think that there's an audience for that. and i think guys they enjoy that that ability to have that release oh good finally you know so, so that's cool yeah it's, it's yeah. great and maybe we'll so, all go uh, to hawaii you'll you'll just take us all to hawaii and we'll have a man trip over
1: there yeah that'd be great. <laughs> so, yeah we'll wait for that uh, one. <laughs> yeah well uh yeah even maybe someday we can do a cruise uh to hawaii or something
0: yeah but, that would uh, definitely be down the line
1: and the just cruises real are such uh, in fact we should mention our next cruise just in case people don't know we're going to do uh you know the uh south of the borderland uh Cruise there yeah and uh what hey gene what's the uh subtitle to that, uh, the subtitle for, uh, we don't need
0: no stinking ego <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> i'm
0: gonna have to find my mexican hat to pull that one off but yeah that'll be next april right that's uh from san diego it departs and then it's down into the mexican riviera coast over there that should be really nice
1: that's right the details will be up in my website uh within a week or two mm-hmm. and uh people are not going to have about uh, six months to register so uh I'm going to have to uh, let them know that they got to register early because some mm-hmm. people got shut out of the last cruise because they waited too long.
0: Yeah, because yeah, if, uh, if the ship itself fills up, then there's just no more room unless people stow away. I'm not that I'm encouraging that, but it could happen. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I, know where the, I know where the lifeboats are.
1: <laughs> so That'll be a lot of fun, but uh, yeah, I'm really uh, looking forward to all the things we have coming up. And I think my marriage depends on me uh, leaving right now. Aha! Uh-huh. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I'll talk to you soon. All right, I'm... Will- uh, thanks for everything, buddy. Give my love to Helen and Cindy's love
0: to Helen. Will do. And, uh, yeah, on behalf of, of not only us here, but on behalf of all of our listenership, uh, we we just want you to know that everybody just really sends their love and congratulations to you. Because it is, uh, you know, uh, it, it's true what, as as you mentioned, and Cindy had said earlier, too, that uh, so many people are so happy for you, and that's very, very genuine. And uh, that must be really great and gratifying to both of you guys. So, uh, sincerely, best wishes as you embark on your lifetime honeymoon here. Thanks, buddy. Aloha. Okay, aloha to you too, bro, and I will talk to you soon.
1: Okay, we'll see
0: you. And the Gary Renard Podcast, as always, is presented by Enlighten Up Creations and released through Forgiveness.tv. All verbal content of this program, copyright 2009, Gary Renard and Gene Bogart. You'd think I had that written in front of me, but I don't. I just make it up as I go along. That's why I usually mess it up as I go along. A couple of websites real quickly. Don't forget to find out more about Gary and all of his work and activities. Go to his website, GaryRenard.com. You can also stop by GeneBogart.com if you want to say hello. But also stop by our mutual website where we present the podcasts and other good stuff, Forgiveness.TV. Stop in and say hi. we also got a little mailing list thing that's starting up there. I keep telling you about it. And people have been writing in, and we're adding to the list. Check that out. It's at the homepage at Forgiveness.tv. There's a link to that right there. I think I've covered it all, haven't I? The problem is I never know what I'm going to say to wrap things up. But I think I've gotten it all. If I forgot it, I'll mention it in the next program. This is Gene Bogart saying thank you so much and uh, thanks on behalf of Gary and Cindy. We want to thank Cindy for joining in on our first podcast where Cindy made an appearance, and congratulations to the both of them. It's a it's a big event in anyone's life. We wish them all the best, and I just want to remind you, as we always do, that no matter what the circumstance, situation, or question, forgiveness is always the answer.